What up, nerds? Welcome to the third ever episode of Bearded and Badass. I'm Badass, he's Bearded. It's a pleasure to have you listening. Um, my name is Twisty Shape, but my friends call me Twisty, and this is our nerdy little podcast. I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Dave. How you going, Dave? I'm pretty damn good. I don't think I agree. I, th- I feel like bearded and badass is a descriptor for both of both us. Both of us. I mean, you can, you can you can believe what you want to believe, mate. That's fine. Didn't That's agree fine. on that before we clicks go. Just saying. I mean, yeah. Well, you got to have bits that you don't necessarily always agree on. That's fine. You know, it happens. <laughs> Not all partnerships are equal, and the, the sooner you understand that, the better. Uh, anyway, moving swiftly on. How's your week been so far? Yeah, no, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. I'm uh, I'm still firmly in my Warhammer 2 addiction because Warhammer 3's on the way. Total War Warhammer 2. Right, 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 right. Yep, still very much in that. I think you've been hole. playing that on stream, haven't you? Uh, I've been playing it. I haven't been playing it on stream. I've been playing it a lot off stream to right, the point okay. where it's like. I should be doing stuff after stream, but I'm booting ah, up Warhammer no, yeah, 2 no, that feeling. I've, I got really into... So I haven't played my... I, I bought VR, or at least I got VR, and mm. I like dabbled a little bit. But this week, I've really got into Blade and Sorcery, if you've ever heard of it. Yes. Which is basically uh, a VR simulator where you get to, um, you know, massacre people with spells and swords and arrows and axes and shields and everything. And it is brutal, but admittedly uh very cathartic um you know dismembering people left right and center and having a bit of a laugh with a lightsaber apparently good for one soul who would have thought it mm-hmm. highly recommend it do you have you got your hands on vr yet yeah i've got a um i picked up a super super cheap um vibe years ago i basically paid nice. postage from a friend yeah so basically free uh and i have dabbled i don't quite have the room for it here but the stuff that kind of is more focused in the air i've had a lot of fun with um and then i played alex and was like oh fuck it's like it fixes all the problems then you play something like boneworks and it's like oh it doesn't quite work yeah i found everything better like the whole thing with alex where when you like grab something before and then flick it and then grab it yeah just crisp you do it in any other game, it doesn't work quite like that. And yep. it's like, this just doesn't... Like, I went from Alex to um, uh, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, or, or yeah, hand yeah, grenade, yeah. Hot, whatever. Um, and yeah. that, the gun mechanics, like picking stuff up and putting stuff down and stuff didn't quite work as well. And it was just kind of annoying. Mm. And it wasn't quite as good. I've got the... Uh, I'm quite quite lucky, unfortunately. I've got the Valve Index. So it has the controllers that sense, like, how hard you grip stuff so you can like pick yeah. stuff up by just literally just gripping the controller and that's i don't know like in my mind i'm just like wait a second i just literally picked something up in vr by closing my hand around it and it's so yeah. surreal but so awesome um, i don't think like vr is the future of gaming but fuck me it's an amazing novelty right now oh definitely i think i i can see it being like um a form of gaming like, I wouldn't be surprised if the next Steam VR does what the Quest 2 does and kind of works as a standalone thing if you don't want to connect it to a PC. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a big thing as more of, like, its own standalone thing, but if you have a PC, you can make it better. That'd be quite cool. You know? That would be quite cool. I would, I'm would. i interested to see where they take VR. Um, I've seen people who have, like, the haptic feedback suits and they have, like, the treadmill, the multi-directional treadmills and stuff. 
and that is a lot of money for for what is effectively a gimmick right now but yes. if i'd had the money i'd probably fucking pay for it because the gimmick's cool i like the gimmick the gimmick is fun yeah beat saber for a bit of cardio don't fucking mind if i diddly do it's good mate it's fun Oh, Beat Saber is incredible. I've actually only, I think this is credit to Beat Saber. I've only played it on PlayStation VR okay. and it was incredible on PlayStation VR. Yeah. So like, I think that's kind of a credit to just how good Beat Saber is in general. Yeah. Beat Saber is just, just really good. I got, I like, I modded it. I've got loads more songs on it. It's like Guitar Hero yeah. now where you just get like song after song after song after song. Uh, it's so much fun. But after about 20 minutes, I am a sweaty bitch. Like oh, even uh, doing, um, so I, I haven't beaten Half-Life Alex, but like just I, I, I'm right near the end. Okay. So uh, there aren't going to be like end spoilers, but I will be talking about a few stuff. Um, with Alex, with Half-Life Alex, you do build, get the normal just standing up and doing stuff, making you sweat. Yeah. But damn, anywhere in the dark in Alex is Dude, that's the terrifying. terrifying. When oh, you get God. the flashlight on your hand. Yeah. And you have to like point your hand around. Oh, like there's there's and bits that I just remember from like certain areas in that game. Like every game has a sewer level. Turns out so does Half Life Alex, mm -hmm. and that one specifically when you're using your flashlight because it's such narrow corridors and stuff. It is horrific. I've been playing a game called Survive, which is like um almost like an open world zombie shooter where you have to kind of go around certain maps looking for things and upgrading as you go and trying to okay. survive effectively but like it's so the torches on it are so awkward so you have to like instead just attach one to your gun so you can like see where you're going and stuff but i never like obviously we're both from the uk so we're fortunate mm. that we don't like you can't just go out to the local supermarket and pick up a gun so i've never i'd, I'd only ever handled like a shotgun poorly in my life and that was uh, like a special skeet shooting thing but in VR yeah. using guns, it's like, man, trying to aim with this kind of thing is really weird and it doesn't quite make sense. Like, <laughs> I, it, video games make this look so much easier. They really do. It's just like, yeah, lining up iron sights in VR games, which is another reason that Alex blows them out of the water because yeah. it's so natural to line them up with like the holographic sights. Yeah. But then you go to Boneworks and it's like, how do you... But like, it's, it's fine. I... If, if I've got like a pistol or something, that's fine. But like, as soon as you've mm. got like a gun that you've got to put hold with both hands because your hands aren't like connected to each other. So you're not physically holding like a, 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 a single unit. You just have two hands hovering in midair, trying to get both of them to line up to properly aim a gun, yep. like a shotgun or a rifle or something that you're holding with two hands. It's just like, yeah. apparently my left hand and my right hand have never spoken to each other and I've <laughs> shot myself in the face. Okay. And if you've got my setup with VR, when one of your hands is just randomly doing that. Yes. Like <laughs> the, the sensors. The, the, the sensor or the tracker will lose your hand and you'll be like, you'll be holding the Beat Sabers or something like that and suddenly one Beat Saber will suddenly disappear off into the ether and you're like, wait, why is my right hand fucking off into next door's house? Oh, the best one was um, I, I threw a grenade and mid throw of the grenade, my hand went... <laughs> And threw it, and it so just it just dropped down and just just threw it straight in front of, of you. Nice, but because it's VR, I I punted it with my gun, and it didn't kill me, but killed nothing else instead. <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's no other gaming experience quite like it, but um, no, I, I I don't know if it's really worth the bang for the buck right now. Yeah, I so 
yeah, I, I, I think I agree. Like, I paid uh, about 50-something euros for mine, which oh, okay. is an insane price for a Vive. Yeah. Uh, would I have bought that at full price? So no. I was I was fortunate that my my stream funded mine because um, mm. I would never have paid. I'm, so I bought, as I said, a Valve Index, which is just shy of a thousand pounds. And I would never have bought that out of my own like salary, um, mm. like full time salary, because there's just no way that I would have. But there's no way you could ever expect anybody to to, to stretch to the extravagance of of a full, a pretty much a four digit number, but for a piece of gaming equipment, basically, because that's what it is. Yeah. It's just a glorified games console. Um, yeah. And you don't even get games with it, like like the ones that, like the Xbox and stuff. Um, mm. And so I was very fortunate that my stream i managed to raise the money via my stream we got it we've been playing it on stream every now and again and, and that's good fun but there is no way in hell that i would ever pay for it straight out of my pocket. no not that kind of money i mean even before you get into the vr so i haven't actually tried it with the 2060 i've got in there now mm -hmm. i was playing it with a 1060 um and thank god they put a lot of time into scaling these games yeah because a poorly optimized game as well like like getting a 1060 wasn't cheap when i got it and like it definitely wasn't cheap when i got my vr to upgrade yeah so it's just the barrier before you even get to the vr to get a pc that's actually worth doing it for 1060 um, your graphics cards yeah yeah 1060 used to be i've got a 2060 now yeah but um yeah like the barrier to entry on that level is just insane because uh after a prolonged session um you've got yeah. quite a beefy card so you probably weren't didn't notice this but it starts getting very muddy resolution because of the scaling yeah as it like the graphic card is straining <laughs> so at the end it's like you know it's like when everything's pixelated you have to end the session yeah you just know, you know it's because my, my yeah. the only thing on my rig right now is if i'm doing anything intense it gets fucking hotter than the sun mm -hmm. um but other than that i like, but again, yeah, that is like a major thing. So if you want to play VR and like a decent VR, because unfortunately console VR isn't isn't quite there yet. But no, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. It's suddenly an okay experience. But like it's even more of a novelty. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But, but the ones with the PC, like you have to have, like, I want to say five hundred pounds plus worth of rig to competently run VR. And that yeah. again, and we still haven't uh, got to the games yet, and the games tend to cost premium. Yeah, like, I mean, I think Alex is, uh, like, yeah, Alex is, like, on the lower side for, like, an experience like that, and it's, like, 45 quid. There are lots of cheap ones, but they're not going to be the same kind of experience, no. you know, which is, which is perfectly fine. It's funny, um, though, because you don't use the word game when it comes to games for VR, you use the word experience when it comes to stuff for VR. Well, I mean, I what I was saying was Because the... a lot of them yeah. are experiences rather than actual games, I would say. Yeah, I mean, what I was more going for there was like the difference between back in the 360 days of buying Gears of War yeah. versus the experience of playing Earth Defense Force. You know? <laughs> They're both third-person yeah. shooters. Yeah. You both fight aliens. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't come at me, Gears of War fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like, there's a reason one's like 15 quid on launch 
and the other was like 30 like 40 quid oh yes <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was always a massive gears fan always a massive gears fan but uh i i'm, I'm kind of gutted that you can't get them all on um the pc yet which is kind of funny considering they've been like first they've been microsoft titles they've always been microsoft titles and they've even been epic yeah. titles and you still can't get i think gears three or gears two i can't remember which one but there's a couple of them that you just can't get on pc and it absolutely kills me because you can get like the first one on pc and the yeah. fourth and the fifth one on pc but i don't think you can get the second and the third one on pc no and that oh dude fucking the crazy. closest you can get and your mileage may vary on this uh is if you get game pass ultimate mm -hmm. you can stream them via xcloud but then you have to use your controller Okay. And there's no graphics options because it's the 360 one being streamed. Oh, okay. So... so if you're playing through the series, you'll get this great, you'll get Gears of War Ultimate X Edition. Yeah. And then you'll just have this, assuming your internet connection is good, a real downgrade in terms of feel and look for two. Because if your internet's fucking up, you've got yeah. the input lag. So there's none it, of the features added in Ultimate. Just not happening. <laughs> okay lovely yeah. delightful awesome that sucks dick mm -hmm. right so on today's um podcast anyway we have a couple of things that we are going to be talking about um they dropped a brand new trailer for a new marvel property called moon knight which uh to my knowledge you know very little about Lister, is that correct uh that is correct cool. i know that there is a tv series and that he exists that's fair enough i will be going into a little bit more depth about who he is what's going on um what why we should be excited because i think we should be excited um after that also we're going to be covering the probably the biggest gaming news i want to say of this year but seeing as we're you know 20 days into this year that's not exactly much so i would actually probably say this is the biggest gaming news of maybe 2021 and 2022 put together i would say at this point because it is huge news um, especially with, with video games and how we're going forward. What news could this possibly be? Well, we'll tell you later because it wouldn't be a bit of a badass podcast if we didn't cuck the audience just a little bit. Um, and, you know, you like it, so fuck it. Um, you know what news we're talking about, don't you, Lester? You don't live under a rock, do you? No, I don't live under a rock. That's all right, then. You just not like... a very big rock, anyway. Ah, okay. <laughs> so it's not a boulder, it's a pebble. It's, it's not a, a boulder, it's just a light shelter. <laughs> Right, uh, so um, Moon Knight, yeah, you ever heard of him? You got any idea who he is besides the trailer? The um, first time I heard of Moon Knight was ages ago when they announced Oster Isaac will be playing Moon Knight. Yeah. Literally never heard of Moon Knight before is, then. What else has Oscar Isaac been in? Um, oh, he's been loads. He's been in Deus Ex, uh, Deus Ex Machina, that film, Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Okay, yeah, I know Poe Dameron. Um, oh, he's uh, loads. Very, uh, right. Did I imagine this, or or was Poe Dameron gay in Star Wars? I have no idea. I don't know if it was really brought up, to be honest. I I, I don't know whether I imagined that, or or it just suddenly popped into my head, or maybe it was I no like, idea. Maybe I mean, it was they some did fan fiction. I read. Uh... Whoops. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Just be like, oh, okay, that seems weirdly canonical, but okay, fine. Let's roll with that. <laughs> the awkward silence that follows after that. Well, now I'm just like looking up. Like, was Poe Dameron? <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I think I heard someone talking about it, or was was maybe in someone's stream when they were talking about Poe Dameron. Maybe or, they just thought that him and Finn would make a really good couple. I could see it. I could yeah. see it. 
I probably ship <laughs> Poe and Finn more than Finn and Amy, personally. But that's just me. Was it Amy? I actually don't know who Amy is. I've was that her name? I don't. I didn't watch. I've only watched the 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 new three films once. And I, I I so based. I I actually can't remember almost anything about those films. Oh, okay. They were. She, he's the one that. Who was the one? He he goes on like a, a little adventure with her, and they release all those animals and stuff in the second film. I'm worried that I've forgotten so quickly. The first the first film <laughs> is like. The first one is is where where um by the way spoilers but fuck it it's been out for years. First one's where not very good um, anyway. Where right. Adam Driver lynches um Harrison Ford. The oh okay yeah yeah yeah. Second yeah, yeah. One... I, I actually I I I wasn't I would I think I was quite I quite liked Force Awakens so I think I'm remembering it now. But was, I just was Force really Awakens the first one. Ones. Yeah, Force Awakens was the first one. Right, okay. And I was like cautiously optimistic. I liked it more than most people. The then The Last one? Jedi came out Last and I Jedi. was like, okay. And that's the one where Carrie Fisher gets blown out the side of that ship and then she flies back in. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then the last one that I've forgotten the name of, Skywalker. Rise, Rise of the, no, the last, the Rise of the Rise Skywalker? Of, Rise of yeah, Skywalker? something like that. I've never watched that. Something movie. like that. I and I was like, I was like, mm. do you know what? I'll probably watch it because I didn't mind. The first one was good. The second one, I'm glad that I was what I'm glad I was playing a game while having it on the second screen. And the third one, I was like, do you know what? I'll watch it just so I've said I've watched all three. And then I I found out what the big twist was, and I was like, nah, 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 not interested. Couldn't give less of a fuck at this point. Not fucking interested whatsoever. How? Like that, well done. You've managed to diminish the entire point of the original three films, the absolute masterclass in filmmaking that was the original three Star Wars. Fuck you, everything you stand for, those films now suck and are dead to me. Uh, and that was at that point where I was actually like, I'm just as far as I'm concerned, the original three films, the very first three films exist, every other Star Wars film after that, um, doesn't exist. Everything, Aww. everything else in the Star Wars universe, I'm actually, do you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of down with. That's, I like Mandalorian. Hey, Revenge of the Sith ain't bad. Uh, I, don't, I can't even remember which one that one is. Clearly, that's I've episode three. Oh, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever watched that. I don't think I've ever watched that. The only good thing right, to come, the only good things to come from any of those films was Mace Windu, played by Samuel Jackson, because frankly, yeah. Samuel Jackson is an absolute bliss to watch in the silver screen because he's just as good fuck. Um. And then, uh, like, I, I watched Book of Boba Fett recently. That shit's kind of fire. I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah. Apart from, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I haven't. It's, I'm it's not too bothered about watching. spoilers myself. It's it's worth watching, but I will say one bit, and I, and anybody who's watched it will will I guarantee agree with me on this one. It is great until the car chase, at which point it is fucking laughable, and then it goes back to being great again. But the car chase is a complete and utter joke. And I am okay. like, I do not okay. know what executive sat down or, or just what person sat down, finished editing that and went, yeah, it looks good. Awesome. Because whoever did okay. just clearly okay. has no idea for like action timing. Um, okay. But yeah, it's interesting. No, it... Uh, it, yeah, it's cool. It's, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I'm, I'm excited for, for, you know, more of that and more of the Disney stuff. Because obviously we had Hawkeye uh, in December. Have you managed to watch that yet? 
I so I currently don't have Disney Plus because I wait for deals on Disney Plus. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so when time, there's yeah. a deal, I do a month binge of everything. Yeah, okay. Fair <laughs> so enough. when I find a deal, I will be like Hawkeye, and Boba, I, Boba Fett, and I spend that. way too much on subscription services because we have Disney Plus, Shudder. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I <laughs> we shouldn't have Shudder, but I accidentally bought a year of it, so we have Shudder for a year um i didn't mean to i think i, I did I'd, the same i thought i'd cancelled it and then um they were like oh but your account doesn't cancel till 2023 and i was like hey you fucking what um uh, yeah i'd accidentally bought a year of it so never mind yeah i think i had about i think i had three months of shutter i only have prime and netflix at the moment but it's one of those things where like they basically become family accounts so i'm kind of stuck with them Although yep. I'm currently not playing for Netflix, although I did pay for like years for it, um, but I am the one paying for Prime at the moment, and everyone has Prime. Oh, everyone has my Prime. <laughs> oh, awesome! So, so, well, we've got we've got Prime, we've got Netflix, Shudder, Disney Plus, and I think one of the anime ones. Not which, which is the purple one, because you got Crunchyroll and you got a, a purple, which is orange. I, I don't know. I only know it's like a, a a purple looking anime one. I can't remember what it's called, but we've got that as well. Um, okay. Shows how much I was paying attention. It was only because Crunchyroll didn't have My Hero Academia on it, and My Hero Academia is the only anime that I watch. Okay. The rest Fair of them are far too much hard work. But in My Hero Academia, it's like man's got superpowers, other man's got superpowers. They fight, and that's it. And I'm happy with that because All Might is a simple character. He's very smiley, punches stuff. Happy days. But like I, the only other anime that I watched was I oh, know I've watched um, Akira. And I watched mm -hmm. Grave of the Fireflies, both of which damaged me mentally, emotionally, and I will never be the same person again. And I will never watch either of those films again. But My Hero Academia, I've, I've been having some fun with it. I've been enjoying myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ever, I, I think don't know my, if you've ever seen uh, of those films. I've seen Akira, and I've seen Grave of the Fireflies. Um, my, my, probably my favorite anime film is Ghost in the Shell. Hands oh, down. What the, uh, Just because uh, it was the first. I'm guessing not the live action one. <laughs> no, 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 no. The original, like, yeah. uh, whatever film. Um, I watched that around my friends when I was 12. Yes. Which is not something you should no. I definitely think. I can't remember what the, what the main character's name is. Um, uh, what, in Ghost in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Major Kusanagi. I feel like I'm Did, worried that go, I don't want to get that wrong. Didn't she go by like the title? I'll get of... called out for it by Reynolds, probably. Didn't she go by like the? Didn't she go by Major or something like that? Yeah, Major Kusanagi. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, hundred percent first anime crush, definitely. Don't know why. I was young That's when I watched enough. it, but fair. Um, but yeah, I've Moon Knight. I, I need to stop, but yeah, we need to get back on track. <laughs> I need to stop buying subscription things, but like Peacemaker just came out on HBO. So it's like, well, guess I'm buying that then because I want to watch Peacemaker, mm. which is um, the spin-off show from The Suicide Squad, the, the new film that came out a little while ago from James Gunn. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen that yet, by the way, please go watch it. It's great. I know a well, lot the of people, new Suicide the Squad. The new Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idris yeah, Elba, yeah. John Cena. Uh, Margot Robbie, da, 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 da. Oh, dude, it's awesome. It's fucking great. It's it's what the first one should have been. It's it draws yeah. so much more from. The what comics. is um? 
before we get on to Moon Knight, just yeah. quickly to clear up the Suicide Squad, the the one in the second film. Yeah. So so the original film that came out, yeah. that is the original Suicide Squad in the comics, is it? Uh, not the original Suicide not Squad original. in the comics, but um, some of the members do appear in the comics, yeah. Okay, so in the second one, is that more faithful to like some of the original so, one of the Suicide Squad, or is the, it from a newer run of the comic? Or the what? entire thing of the Suicide Squad is it's it's basically the bad guys from the DC universe have you know the chip in the back of their head that makes it explode. There is mm-hmm. no like set in stone version of the Suicide Squad. It it ranges okay. from outing to outing. It's just literally the people that Amanda Waller plucks from the the uh the jail uh, puts the chip in the back of their neck then fuck off save the world and then rick um, flag rick flag them. is generally always always tends the to commander be in it. yeah yeah um but like sometimes it's killer croc sometimes it's king shark sometimes um i think there's a, there's a guy in it called like mr plastic um who's basically if you know who uh, mr fantastic is he's basically yeah. the same thing um okay. at one point um the the joker's daughter was was a member of the suicide squad yeah that that gets really weird. The Joker has a daughter. Uh, uh, oh, no. I, know, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Do I've you? seen the. I yeah, I know exactly who you're talking so about. He, he does, but or she thinks he does at the very least. Whether he does or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I just the artwork pops. If you if you've ever seen the the picture of like the girl with like the Joker's face stapled to her own yeah. face. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Joker's daughter. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like it always ranges. Deadshot's always in it quite a lot, etc. Um, and Captain Boomerang always in it, but it does vary. And I think um, in in the the Suicide Squad, the latest movie, it does a really good way of sort of capping off the last film because it has like a a quick reference to it, and then all fucking hell breaks loose. And it's it's really interesting. It's really cool. It's quite gratuitous, but it, it is if you like the Guardians of the Galaxy um because it's james gunn as well it hits the same notes okay. and feels fucking good to watch and um it's basically only harley quinn as the returning character right some others return okay cool oh but, and captain boomerang yeah yeah but you, you'll, you'll see watch it it's great <laughs> highly recommend it one of my favorite films of last year um bestie what who's moon knight Oh yeah. Let's so go back. We should, to probably, we should probably get on with the, with the topics in question. So, um, basically, <laughs> over on Disney Plus, we got brand new uh, Moon Knight coming out with Oscar Isaac starring as Moon Knight. Uh, very excited for that. Although it does continuously boggle my fucking tiny, tiny brain that we're getting such big names coming to effectively a TV show. Like I remember mm. a couple of years ago, probably not long ago, but like you would never see big movie star names because like oscar isaac movie star jeremy renner yeah. movie star um yeah. uh the guy who plays loki what's his name it's gone straight out of my head tom hiddleston tom hiddleston movie star like he's in some big stuff mm-hmm. tv show it just shows how much like how much money uh the mickey mouse house is swinging around uh to be able to just be like right we'll pop, pop out a tv show which has oscar yeah. isaac in it um but basically the new trailer dropped a couple of days ago and it shows a little bit of an intrigue of, of what we're going to be getting from from moon knight um i don't know how faithful the comics is going to be but moon knight is basically a a, a a marine he he ends up leaving the marine corps uh becomes a mercenary uh does a mission in egypt gets stranded he's on his last legs 
and then he is saved by the god of the moon uh, in the Egyptian pantheon. I can't remember the uh, Karats or something like that, I think his name is. Um, and he's basically imbued with superhero powers. Um, however, his past comes back to haunt him, and he ends up developing split personality. So okay. if you take... The, the best way of describing it is if you take Batman, but remove all of Batman's rules, as in, like, this guy kills, this guy fucks, um, and then give him split personality like Deadpool, you basically okay. got Moon Knight. So he okay. is he is Batman, but he's willing to kill... With a, and he's got a split personality split between Moon Knight Which and um, I can't remember the, main, the actual character's name. It's gone straight out of my head. Um, but that's basically the character is. So he switches between uh, the alternate personalities and then uh, it, it looks like in the trailer, which I'm not quite sure is the same in the comics, or at least not in the comics I've read, he can't remember what the other has done. So mm. if Moon Knight goes out and fucks with a bunch of bad guys and he stood there with bloody knuckles, busted lip, everything, and then it snaps back to... Um, his normal uh, version. We're going to call it Isaac, uh, Oscar for now because I can't remember what the actual character's name is. Is it Steven? I think that's what they said in the trailer. It could be. But he, uh, he's, if he starts back to Steven, he won't remember how he got there, etc. So that looks like it could be quite fucked up, quite weird, quite wonderful. But I'm really interested because if this is true or, or if this is true to the source material, it's pretty fucking brutal. Which means mm. I'm kind of excited because that would mean that we'll start seeing a maturer version of the dis- of the of the the MCU coming to both the movies and to the TV, and yeah, that blows my mind because when you consider Disney, you would never think that Disney could ever release anything beyond maybe at most a twelve A. Yeah, but if but they're, I, I think. Uh... I think you kind of have to with Marvel, right? Like, it's almost like the films are mimicking what the comics were. So they started off um, with this kind of really bright, colourful, um, still dramatic, but mm. kind of like they're campy. all mostly good, can't really argue with their ethics, and they're fighting to save people from unambiguously evil things. Yeah. And now they're kind of dipping into the darker side, kind of mirroring what happened with, like, comic eras and whatnot yeah which to is some degree i think yeah it's not um, a one-to-one but like you know. so like within like comics back in yesteryear there was some pretty fucked up topics that were quite brazenly covered back in the day um to to, to paint some characters in a shitty light for instance um the original ant-man uh beat his wife very nonchalantly yes. in the comics um yes. and then tony stark was a was a, a an alcoholic um in one run of uh dc comics with a character called arsenal he um he was a, a smack addict uh, and stuff like that and it and there was some quite like fucked up uh, storylines hell in one mm. universe there's a really fucked up storyline where um Scarlet Witch and um, Quicksilver, a brother and sister. Doesn't matter, they fuck anyway. And their dad watches, who happens to be Wolverine. I'm oh, not I thought, making I this they, shit up. I thought their dad was Magneto. Ah, dude. In, 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 so this one was non-canonical. I think this was in like a, oh, okay. a, a separate story. But yeah, it was a really kind of... It was one of those moments Jesus. where it's kind of like, okay, that's kind of fucking weird. It's kind of fucking weird. Um, there was once a story with like... Um, 
I can't remember who the female mutant was, but do you know who Angel is from the X-Men? If you've ever seen any of the films, he's the guy with the angel wings. Yeah. yeah cool. Did you not get that from... Well, I, I might have got that, but bear in mind, this is an audio-based podcast. Oh, did the, now, did the noise not come through? <laughs> I made a noise and everything. Did you make a noise and everything? I didn't know... I did. Meant wings? Yeah, that's that's universal it's wing noise. Universal wings. Ah, okay. That is the universal wing noise. It's not my problem. It's everybody you don't else's. Okay, fine. Whatever I say it is. Um, but fucking regardless of all that bollocks. Um, yeah, there's a really weird one where Angel meets up with um, I think his girlfriend he hasn't seen for a while. In front of her mom, he then lifts off with this girl, and they proceed to strip in midair and fuck, literally. 20 foot above her, her parents. It's really fucking weird. Um, but yeah. Most some... as weird as you saying mom instead of mum. Mum, mom, whatever. <clears throat> Depends on the moment it takes me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's really, some some comic stuff is just bizarre. But with the success yeah. of, well, hopefully we'll never go down those bizarre routes, to be honest with you. <laughs> but I, do, with... I don't think Disney are quite ready oh, for that. They're quite ready for that shit. But I imagine if you search certain uh, terms on, on, on less than uh you know other websites shall i say you probably might you might find something that fits but um <laughs> what with the success of deadpool twice and that being like an 18 that being fairly gratuitous uh especially within the gore, the gore and the violence i mm. think the, i think the house of mouse has to sort of at least have glanced at that and been like oh well audience reacted pretty fucking well to that would be yeah. would be stupid not to try and get a hold of some of that money and like with all of the the like broad scope of IPs they have, I don't really think I don't think they particularly want to just do family friendly stuff because no. with like the broad like so the broad range of IPs, they want to cash in on the fan base. And if the fan base is expecting something more mature, more violent, yeah, they're like, well that's how we're going to make our money if we make this like r-rated film or if they can in the i mean UK. even if they can span across like multiple audiences then they'll be doing well mm. because i think as well a lot of the times when it comes to sort of mcu characters and stuff maybe they originally started making it for the kids but let's be quite honest now a lot of this shit is for the adults yeah like i i, I know i know more than enough adults who are like fucking love the mcu every superhero film i'm there um i've even started buying like and like a, a lot of people who who i knew when i was younger would have laughed and mocked and scoffed at potentially buying like an iron man helmet or a an iron man pop figure or even an iron man statue or anything like that but these days holy shit i don't know anybody who doesn't have like an a pop figure of some mcu character and um well, they get a lot Me? of flack these days. Do you not have any? I don't have any pop figures of any MCU characters. I'm going to send you one. Or anything like that. I'm going to send you two, just so you've got one spare. In case uh, what ones? I don't know, I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably just, I'd find two, like, significantly bold characters and just send you them. Like, probably, like, Xavier, if I can find him. And Fuck um, yes. uh, who else is, like, significantly bold? Can't think of one Deadpool. off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, but he, that's because... Technically. He's... Oh, yeah, technically. Technically. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah, you're bold if you have all the hair burnt off your head. That counts, I guess. 
I Magneto's an honorary bald person because he's always wearing the hat that he may as well be. The hat. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. That pains me. Talking comics with you oh. is painful. Uh, oh, you're going to hate me because I call all helmets hats, no matter helmet, what they it's are. It's not a hat. It's different, man. They're all hats. Ah. All, no. all, ha all helmets are hats, but not all hats are helmets. That, mate. I... I've changed my <laughs> mind about this podcast already, mate. Already. Already. Only been three episodes, Ed, and I'm dreading it. <laughs> right, but um, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be cool to sort of st start seeing more R-rated stuff. Out of curiosity, do you prefer TV shows or movies? Um, I'd say I'm really bad at watching what people recommend just from a time point of view. Yeah. Um, I think I... I kind of don't have a preference either way. Okay. Um, there are some films I wish were TV series, and there are some TV series that I think could have done with being a film. Yep. Um, from like a kind of content wise, but for the most part, I'm pretty easy on whatever whatever medium they choose. Um, I think I'm a huge fan of the that the lines are being blurred now, though. Yes. yes. You know, with stuff like um, like um, Wandavision. Yeah, which, although is a TV series, was never meant to be more than one season. They have no plans to make a second season of One Division. Same with Loki it's, as well. Yeah, it's just we made what is essentially a super long film that we broke down into yeah. cliffhangers for you. And it was, but it was done in such a way as well that it it, it almost felt like it, very interesting because it's almost like how the comics would have done it, where you have like these big comics that are these big overarching storylines with these little comics mm. that just fill in just a little bit more information about some of the supporting characters or or the side adventures that these groups are going on before then reconnecting to the main storyline and it's it's a really interesting way they're doing it and I, I still stand by this that i the reason that the mcu is doing so well regardless of the the caliber or the quality of the films we're getting these days because obviously we're getting to a point now where the mcu and the movies are starting to get very um samey and very um yeah sort of very uh originality is kind of dead when formulaic. it comes to that yeah very formulaic but i think it's very interesting i think one of the reasons it'll never slow down never stop is because of just how much work and how much effort has built this this universe based in films and tvs and books that we've mm. never seen the likes of before like a few people have like compared it maybe to harry potter where you had the books and then you had the films but in terms of this, I've never seen anything where it's been like I think I think it was like twelve to thirteen films, which was like the main yeah. universe, and then you had uh, certain things that sort of branched off, and then you had the TV shows that started coming in. We had the Netflix TV shows, which were around for a little bit, um, and mm. then they're starting to bring the Netflix TV shows back into the MCU, and it's just That's fucking cool. man. Like it it does make me wonder as well like no spoilers for a, a certain recent film that i haven't mm. seen but i am aware of spoilers um but it makes me wonder if we're going to start getting and you may know this anyway like seeing mcu film characters so well mcu cuz marvel cinematic universe and yeah. seeing mcu characters in the comic right and then comic version of characters appearing in the MCU. Because obviously now that they're delving into like the multiverse concepts, which have some crazy stuff in Marvel. Um, so I, I, um, 
one of the, I can't remember what it was, but one of the first comics I ever read was at a friend's, yeah. and it was a Spider-Man comic involving like a Madam Web storyline, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which obviously is all about you it's know, and he had all the Scarlet Spider yeah. stuff as well. So obviously all of that comes into it, um, and it it will be interesting to see where they go from that. And I'm I'm not surprised that you know they've launched with that certain franchise. Like so kicking that off. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you now that if we are going to see stuff like that, it will be in the next Doctor Strange film, The Multiverse of Madness. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, yes, yeah, the clue's in the name. <laughs> one, of, one of the rumors I've heard, um, this might be bullshit, I don't know, but one of the rumors I've heard is Tom Cruise will be Iron Man in Multiverse of Madness. He will be a different version of Iron Man, which I don't know if it's bullshit. Like, a, fucking, it might be complete bullshit. Um, it was an internet mm. source, and obviously internet sources, if they look like smit, shit and smell like shit, they're probably shit. But sometimes, just sometimes, there is the, uh, a nugget of truth hidden behind the shit. The defining difference would be this Iron Man has lifts in his suit. <laughs> I think they both did. I think Robert Downey Jr. was known for having lifts in his suit. Oh, is he quite small yeah. as well? Apparently, oh, he was, like, he'd wear heels and stuff on set. If you Google it, like, I shit you not. Robert Downey Jr. is one around the heels and stuff because he's not that tall, I don't think. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, it's some interesting stuff. I think it's I think it's really poignant of uh and a really like just an absolute um monolith of filmmaking within you know the 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 twenty first century. And I I, I hope mm. to see that it keeps on going because I like it. It's really nice to see comics being more of a centerpiece of modern media these days. Um, yeah. after going to school and being into comics and getting the shit kicked out of me for it, and now everyone fucking loves comics. So it's uh, it's been a nice turn of events, um, and now I just feel kind of smug because now everyone loves comics. So fuck it, why not? Yeah, it is a bit of a turnaround because although I I wasn't that into comics, um, I bought the occasional one, mm -hmm. um, and then I probably finished the arc. So I think the first arc that I bought all the comics with is you know the Spider Man arc with I'll probably get the name wrong. Was it Morden? It's basically where they essentially discover that the spider wasn't radioactive and passing on the powers from the radioactivity. Right. The spider was magic and was passing on the powers before the radiation killed it. Oh, I didn't know. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. So it's really cool. It's um, a character called Ezekiel who has the same powers as Spider-Man. Okay, yeah. Right? And there's, like, this um, big, like, unstoppable... Uh, kind of energy vampire called something like Morden. I've probably got the name wrong. Um, yeah, um, and he kills totem heroes. So heroes who got their powers from animals. Yeah. Um, and he's hunting Spider-Man because he's got the power of the spider totem. Right. Um, and it's a really cool little chain of comic. I'm not sure how well received it is from fans, but I enjoyed it. So the, and that's the what I really care about. The energy vampire is Mobius, by the way. Morbius. It's not I don't think is it's Morbius because it? it's not the Batman. It's not the <laughs> it's not the man bat Batman. The man bat, yeah. bat, bat. <laughs> I know who okay, you're talking about because I knew that. him from the TV series. Yeah, see I know him from the TV series. I'm excited yeah, for, the film yeah. for that. Um, uh, um we will have to step onto yeah, the other stuff I've got to talk about, but I I'm very excited. I think Spider Man's great because there's so many very versions of him. It's great to introduce the multi the mm -hmm. multiverse via him because not only that, but it's great time for representation because you've got um Spider Man 2077 who is Latino. You've got uh Ultimate Spider Man who is it Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, Ultimate Spider Man who is uh 
black american and uh uh latino as well you've got is that uh, miles That's... miles morales yeah Morales. he i i didn't know about him until i played the game well i he's, knew of him but i didn't really know him until i played man. the game and uh what you were saying about the side stories when i played and i'm talking about the first release not the miles morales version yeah. that came out um it was interesting what you said about the side stories because I immediately thought of like those little stealth sections yeah. that didn't outstay their welcome and were a ton of fun. Yeah, they're great. They're awesome. They're, they're yeah, so yeah. Good. And I was they're like, so oh, good. it's Miles. Yeah, it's so it's so good seeing him. Um, there's a character yeah, called yeah. Silk who is Asian American, um, which is an, a, another version of Spider Man. And then there's um, Spiders Man, who is a man entirely comprised of spiders. It is literally a version of Spider Man who is entirely comprised of spiders like 1000 ants yeah. from uh yeah he is oh, he's spiders man. He's yeah he's just it's just a spider-man suit full of spiders that's it it's really fucking weird but it's a character that exists there's so and many then you have spider ham obviously oh uh, yeah spider ham spider uh you got uh spider-man noir you got and all, and all sorts so i always thought they were uh, so that you know, don't worry about that. Um, so Spider Gwen is what if Gwen Stacy was bitten, right? Yes. Well, and then you and got... then her, she lost Peter Parker to the Green Goblin. Yes. Rather than Peter Parker losing yeah. Gwen Stacy exactly, to him. Yeah. Um, I think that's got... quite a sad, like little dichotomy, like them meeting, oh, kind of makes so... me feel a bit sad. That's that's the that's always the interesting thing about Spider Man is in I think all of this all of the stories, Spider Man has to lose somebody. Because he mm. has to understand that being the hero isn't necessarily all it's, you know, it's not all fucking, I'm awesome, I'm badass, because you can't always save everybody. And I think that's why Spider-Man is such a divisive character yeah. and does so well in, like, the, the superhero narrative. And yeah. um, the really cool one, uh, if you want to look at some point, is the Ghost Rider Spider-Man, Ghost Spider, because he looks I know Ghost Spider. Brutal. He's so cool. Yeah, what I, I, yeah, fantastic. I've seen the thing of that yeah it looks so cool right so one of the new sections we yeah. want to bring into the podcast um i know it's obviously the third episode so we're still working on the format we're still working on how to present the podcast and everything like that um we are loving the, the feedback by the way that we have been getting from the wonderful mm -hmm. wonderful listeners out there i think um both episodes have done superbly well and i do want to take a moment just to thank everybody for listening and thank you for for giving us feedback on how to go forward and, and improve and and better ourselves uh i've had three to four people each episode so far reach out and be like, Hey, love this, hated that, love this, hated that. And that really warms my heart to have the community out there pouring in and, and, and having some fun with it. I don't know if you've had any feedback from your community or anything, Lester, regarding the podcast. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. I had some really, really great feedback and some good uh, criticisms as well. Um, awesome, awesome to hear that. Awesome to hear that. I, um, so yeah, thank you so much for, for this continued support and for, for checking it all out and everything. Please share it with your friends. If you are enjoying the podcast and you want to help us get out to more ear holes, um, share us amongst your friends um, like we're a party favor or something like that because it does mean the world to us to, to get passed around. Um, and one of the new things that we wanted to bring into it, a discussion that we had literally five minutes before the uh, before we actually start recording this, was we wanted to, to fit in new releases because new releases are important to us. Um, and I'm certain new releases are important to you. So yeah. I'm going to hand over to my friend, Lister, my good friend, Lister. He's going to tell you all about the special things coming out this month, this week, month. So, I don't fucking know. I don't know if you want me to run down a full list or just talk about just, the just kind of the, the key big ones. ones. Which ones are you excited about? The key ones. So the ones that kind of uh, speak to me are you got paparazzi, uh, okay. which is basically take pictures of cute dogs. 
So it's so, it's Pokemon Snap, but with dogs. It's Pokemon Snap, but dogs. It's on Game Pass. So you can or, check that already out. Already sounds better than Pokemon Snap. <laughs> and uh, I think the big release this week is probably uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, which yeah. is uh, kind sure of that? like the. Well, I mean, what's the other release? Uh, I don't know. I released yeah, it well, earlier. I'm pretty certain it's more interesting. <laughs> this is the thing, right? I find I do find this interesting. Just that this is the direction that they've chose to go. Because so I've got like a lot of friends in the siege community, and uh, it's been interesting reactions. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are like all the cosmetics. They're like, where the fuck are these in siege that you've been promising like crazy cosmetics, and now you're basically made a new Rainbow Six game. <laughs> It's to cash a, in with other stuff. It's really weird because um, they, they did like a Halloween event, didn't they? Which yeah, yeah, had... they've done loads of Halloween events. Well, they did a Halloween event, which was the zombie survival one. It was like their first mm-hmm. Halloween event. Oh People yeah, really the outbreak. So they were like, ah, oh, well, we'll let's make a make game. A, let's that. make a game from it and charge people full price. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, it seems quite cool. Um, it's got a bit of that kind of um hunt tarkov esque thing to it where you're like trying to get in get out in like within the time and like achieving certain objectives mm-hmm. um but it is purely pve my understanding okay. uh i may be wrong because i haven't had the chance to play it yet because it came out today i, I might uh, dip my toe into it see how it goes yeah i'll probably dip my toe into it i will say that uh you know it is on game pass so feel free to try it oh is it on game pass i might pick it up on game pass instead then yeah, you know. Yeah, um, other than that, another thing that came out today but isn't really a new release is Hitman Three is now on Steam. Okay. Uh, the pricing is uh, uh, certainly chunky. Um, Go on, hit me <laughs> with, with it. the standard edition being fifty quid. Not unexpected, but it is a year old game. Right. Okay. The deluxe edition, which gets you uh, a few extra skins. Mm-hmm is 75 pounds so wait let's just clarify there's no extra content just skins it you looks don't like, get like it's, a... it's access to vr if you can handle vr okay um and it looks like it's like the deluxe pack which is a few skins yeah um and the way that they've priced it is the access pass for a lot of the other games because you can buy the hitman trilogy for 80 quid mm-hmm. oh they've literally fixed the pricing okay so when this launched right all of the access passes were the price of hitman one and two on launch right okay but if you already own hitman one or two you don't need the access pass yeah so it's like really confusing and unexplained, but they literally looks like they fixed it. So in the time where we started this podcast to now, they've already taken the feedback on. Wow. And fixed it. So it may have been a store error, but it's um it's pretty pricey. But honestly, like I haven't played Hitman 3 yet, but Hitman 1 and 2 are just top notch. Okay. Um absolutely like I cannot recommend them enough. Um, in terms of, especially if you love your kind of sandbox, um, kind of here's your objective, I love hands off Hitman. type games. Yeah, yeah, I love me like, some Hitman. They're fantastic. I uh, I always find it funny when everyone's like, oh, I love Splinter Cell. Oh, I love Metal Gear, and it's like, yeah, but 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 have you heard of Agent Forty Seven? Let me introduce you to my bold mate, Agent Forty Seven. 
I've I've always said that I would that it, this is the first of all, the Hitman games, these newer Hitman games, um, especially, but the old ones still kind of holds true. Best James Bond games you can buy. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a great um, comparison. Did you know IO are making a James Bond game? I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> it does not surprise me because it's per- that, that it's a perfect. It does not game surprise me. And I think it will be really cool because, like, although you're killing bad people most of the time in Hitman, like they let yes. you off quite easy. You're not killing philanthropists. You're killing horrible yeah, people. Killing They're quite general. That. People. But you are literally committing murder like you are still yes. very much a criminal and you're not wholly good even if they kind of let you off a bit by having you kill bad people yeah um and the storyline always ends up with you doing the right thing type thing which is fine it's fine it will be interesting doing a james bond game because i feel like the hitman formula where you don't have to kill someone every level would just be really interesting because yeah, a james bond okay. isn't going to have assassination missions every objective no, is like different like different espionage based yeah. missions yeah yeah so i think it's going to be really interesting because they do have other objectives like in one of the um early hitman one levels i think it's hitman one yeah you have to kill two people and destroy a virus and you yes. cannot extract until you've destroyed the virus it's like an important part and i think it'll be it'll be really really interesting to see io Oops. have a go at other stuff yeah, definitely um, sure. an interesting thing. I I, I would mm. like to see. I would like to see James a James Bond game because I the only one that I remember is like Nightfall, which is the Pierce Brosnan one, which was was good fun for its time. But we're talking like PlayStation Two. It was dumb yeah. fun. That's about it. Any other yeah. big notable releases? Um, those are the ones that have jumped out to me. Um, but we will be much more prepared for you next I week. I do have one we, that I want we, to raise. We, which... we pinky promise. We pinky promise. Do we? Well, you do. You, you I do. deal with it. There we go. Um, there is one game that I do want to bring out because I thought it was fucking hilarious and I did see it just beforehand um, before starting the, po- the, the podcast. And it's one that I caught my eye previously. Now, there is a new game that came out. Uh, I think it released today or... or releases soon not quite sure called sucker for love have you seen that the lovecraftian um like dating game visual novel thing um, where you you uh... have to you have to like woo a um cthulian e-girl anime whatever it looks fucking weird came out today yeah it came out today it looks absolutely fucking hilarious uh published by DreadX, who do a load of really awesome horror compilations and are spearheaded yes. by one of um um the well the dusk dev yeah. on twitter the guy that made dusk is like heavily involved in DreadX. so they did one the, of the um, shows they did space warlord organ trading simulator most recently yes. and yeah yep. sucker for love dropped today um it looks completely off its fucking face um it oh. It, it looks hilarious. It's something I may have to dabble in for like a horror stream just for the cat. Cause it's really weird. Cause it literally just says um, like in its um, notifications in terms of what it's got on it. Um, three chapters of laugh screams and tears all in one thick package. Every decision you make will significantly affect gameplay and determine which ending you arrive at. Immersive reimagining of the visual novel genre, a load of a gameplay. And then it gets to the weird ones, where in air quotes, air quotes three, air quotes fully voiced, 
air quotes, dateable air quotes, girls. And like each word is separated in air quotes. A stylish, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. a stylish artistic slash musical direction, reminiscent of old school anime and dating sims. And then the last line is no horror elements or danger whatsoever. And it's like, okay, I know exactly where this is going. And yep. there is something that I just find so uh, endearing about games like this, um, very much like Doki Doki Literature Club, where it, it always really impresses me when somebody can take a genre of game and then make it a horror game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was discussing this recently, having done uh, a horror stream, that a lot of like mainstream horror titles just kind of suck. So it's really kind of cool to to start seeing more like horror based games and stuff coming out mm. based in different worlds. I think um yeah, I think I think that's really important um for like horror games in general anyway because films have been doing that for ages. Yeah. Um and I think it's it's horror games did go through a phase where they got a bit stale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially when we um, and there are games I love that do this style uh, but when we hit the there's a big scary monster that's horrible to look at and you just have to run and hide from it in dark corridors I feel like we did hit a bit of a stagnant mess with horror when yeah. there's so much more you could do with the genre instead of running down hallways with a lamp I think after like Amnesia did it really really well and then Outlast reinvented the wheel in terms of that genre but then it dawned on me very, very quickly that horror games had become the new walking sims, where it's like, yeah. oh, you can't fight back. That way it's even scarier. And it's like, well, it's not. It's just a lot of me walking around and everything is fucking green because I'm using night vision to see everything. And it's doing my <laughs> fucking nutting now. And there's um, a weird amount of penises in the case of Outlast. <laughs> there's dicks everywhere. The true there's just horror. dicks everywhere. But yeah, I like, and then the second Outlast was horror for horror's sake, where it was just gratuitous. Um, yeah, I didn't even bother with it. I, I played it. I enjoyed it for like the first 20, 30 minutes because I really liked the, I really liked the the lore behind it and where they were going with the story. I genuinely felt was really interesting. But then they were just like, it kind of went like the Saw franchise, where it's just like, we're going to cleave a person in two and show you all his insides in minute detail. Why? Because it's horror. It's like, that's not horror. That's just grotesque. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a difference between horror and just showing me somebody's intestines because keck, why not? Um, And and I think a a lot of modern day horror games, or or at least... we're not seeing it quite so much anymore, but we got to the point where when Saw became like really big in terms of horror films, we saw it with video games where it was like, we're just going to be as grotesque as possible because that's yeah. what people find scary. And it's like, well, it's really and not. And I think, um, like, it, it's, and it's really weird. Like, when you look at, um, so, like, because I remember Resident Evil 5 came out in the height of that. Mm-hmm. And Resident Evil 5. Now, I did love Resident Evil 5. Caveat, I played it in co-op. It was yes. a fun co-op loved, game. Re- loved Resi 5 when it um, came out. Horrible solo. <laughs> yeah, just horrible dog solo. Um, but that's not scary. And no. they assume that I will show you a gross thing and the gross thing will be scary. And yeah. it's like, all right, but also you've given me like ridiculous weapons, really good movement, and oh, I can yeah. like do combos. Like, me and my co-op mate, me and my mate, can do fucking, like, 
Street Fighter combos on you. Yeah, it was it was such a weird <laughs> turn for for Resident Evil. To be honest with you, it was such a yeah. weird turn of events. But yeah, I I I'm hoping we get back more with more horror games, and it's it's just an interesting mm. observation from from what we're seeing from just a random game on Steam. But anyway, yeah. to, the, to the main sort of thing that we yeah. really need to get to, it's taken us an hour to actually get to the main thing we I want to talk about today. So we may not talk on it too much we may we'll see how this goes but we're just gonna mention it and then end the podcast yeah it should be like by the uh, way if you didn't know um microsoft <laughs> have have bought fucking activision blizzard um so yeah anyway we'll see you later guys have a good one all right thanks for watching yeah, cheers appreciate evening. it bye uh no so fucking biggest deal of i want to say at least the last year and a bit um microsoft are in the midst of buying uh, Activision Blizzard, the absolute cesspit that has uh, become Activision Blizzard. Um, thoughts? It's, it's, I'm really torn because Microsoft recently have been absolutely killing it, um, both with their messaging and like what they're actually putting out there yeah. and what they're aiming to do. Whereas Activision Blizzard have been absolutely not killing it on any level yeah. with anything that they're doing, uh, least of all their conduct as a business. Yeah, so um, in the past like couple of years, we've seen the lowest selling Call of Duty, the mass uh, leaving of, or the mass exodus from World of Warcraft, the mm -hmm. uh, stupid amount of uh, sexual harassment cases, yep. laying off multiple members of staff, and mm -hmm. uh and paying the uh head of the business exuberance amounts of money while also making other people completely redundant so they are yeah right now probably the butt of the joke of most of the gaming industry yeah and microsoft are very much on the other end of that scale in a lot of ways um yeah, agreed and it's i'm glad that like now, first of all, I fall into the category of although Bobby Kotick is apparently staying, uh, oh, yeah. he'll there's or arguments. if they change the message. So as now. far as I'm aware, he will be leaving, but he will once be once the acquisition once the acquisition's complete, he will be leaving, okay. but he will be being bought out of his contract or whatever. For well, a yeah, they kind of have to money. do that, which means so, he's going to be fucking minted oh, even minted more than anyway. he already is. Right. I, well, you know what I mean. Like it's going to be like another level because if he's got that wage think about how much it's going to cost to buy him out if that's what his fucking wage and bonuses yeah, are i mean out of curiosity i mean obviously a lot of his money will come from investing what he's got for years and years and years and years and years yeah but like it's gonna be it's it's gonna be interesting if that number ever goes so public, which the, i believe it will do surely the smug little jizz goblin is worth 870 million um just to to put it into like that's his net worth the reason why i call him a smug little jizz goblin by the way is because he is the absolute epitome of sack of shit he looks like a literal piece of shit wearing human skin um he looks he like he he just looks like a sweaty little man who wipes his ass with 10 pound notes and um yeah has never I, i'm like known the actual love of a woman but just known yeah what no it's like i'm with to you pay i'm with for, you because he's definitely like i could never see him as like a, a as a sexual being like, he, he genuinely must have to pay for a woman to touch him because you know that's the sort of person he looks like 
Um, like a Ken doll. But he doesn't care because he's got the money. So what the fuck does it matter to him? No, um, exactly. He doesn't give a shit, does he? But I, do. I also find... I, I also... Uh, my anger has deepened heavily for him because he knew about the sexual harassment going on and defended his mates who were yeah, doing the he sexual did, harassment. He did worse than nothing. Yeah, he did worse than nothing. He what? laid people off and yet took millions home in bonuses. Whereas th- those millions could have covered the wages of people being laid off. Yeah. And he still laid them off during a global pandemic. It's mad. And, um, and yeah. I was going to say, but the, 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 the reason I'm torn on it, though, to, you know, as much yeah. as I love talking yeah, yeah. about the rotten little jizz goblin, um, is it's a bit scary. Oh, dude, the monopoly aspect of so it is, much. Like, yeah. people have already said that the DOJ is probably going to be like, mm. I don't know, man. Because, like, I think if you look big scheme, like, what are they really getting from the whole act? Like, I'm sure there's certain there's a lot of IPs that we don't know of that they would be getting and stuff. Yeah. But, like, everyone's screaming about Call of Duty exclusivity rights, depending on what the contracting is like. The chances are we probably won't see Call of Duty yeah. go exclusive for quite a few years yet. Yeah, because um, like Sony might have already like been promised it for years and years ahead of time. Yeah, and we still don't know um, how. Like, bear in mind, we don't know anything about exclusivity. Microsoft might still be like, no. "Well, we'll be cutting our noses off to spite our face if we start making all of these things exclusive." Yeah. and a lot of people have are they, talking um, like worst case scenario. Have they confirmed anything from the Bethesda buyout about exclusivity? Have um, they mentioned anything? So they are still supporting Elder Scrolls Online because that is a PlayStation Network. Or is, is yeah. available on PlayStation. Uh, yeah. In terms of everything else, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Deathloop still came out on the PlayStation. Um, yeah. It wasn't exclusive to to, to Microsoft uh, platforms. But okay. going forward, we may start seeing more exclusives. To my okay. knowledge, currently, we haven't um, seen any. I guess that'll be that'll be the thing, won't it? It'll be like what's going to happen with Starfield. What's going to happen with Elder Scrolls? Yeah six what's going to happen with like um any other kind of bethesda stuff or arcane stuff that's in the works um but the the list of ips is quite like i think i think microsoft now have spyro and crash i might be wrong about spyro but it is mad that microsoft have crash bandicoot i don't know if the ips for that now uh belong to toys for bob or something like that i think Um, they did a they released a thing i i I was reading like someone else was mentioning that they now have crash okay like yeah somebody somebody posted on my discord like the full list of ips i haven't really read it yet because i i wasn't i've got it here yeah i wasn't like to hugely invest in it because right now like the monopoly is going to be scary but I, I genuinely would would sit here and be like, do you know what? In terms of the Activision Blizzard games, the only big dicks to swing in that they really release these days are, mm. you know, World of Warcraft um, and Call of Duty. Call of Duty, frankly, I'm okay. sick to the back teeth of. Um, so the sooner that game dies to death, the better. There's some interesting ones in the list. Go on. Um, some like granted a lot of the some of the ones that I find interesting are retro ones, but Hexen, which was a kind of D and D fantasy yeah, okay. game made in Doom. Um, Pitfall. They right. own the Pitfall IP. 
Uh, they own Phantasmagoria, which was an FMV. Yeah, I remember that horror. game from years yeah. ago. Um, prototype, if you remember the prototype yeah, I know the games. Prototype games. Yeah. Singularity. They own Singularity now, which yeah. is an interesting game. Yes. Uh, they do have Spyro. They have Spyro and Crash Bandicoot now. Okay, interesting. Which is really weird. But, which but, may, maybe we'll get a re-release. <gasps> They've got the old Tenshu games. That's quite cool. But again, maybe we'll like, see like. Okay, cool. They've got all these IPs, but are we going? That doesn't necessarily mean we'll see any of them. And the interesting. No, no, thing, no, no. The interesting course thing not, about but it's the interesting. Whole, the, the the thing about the whole Crash and Spyro is bear in mind we had the remasters of Crash and Spyro. Both of those remasters did phenomenally well, hugely mm. well received. Everyone loved them. Then they made a brand new Crash Bandicoot um, for uh, after the remaster. They made like a brand new one, and um, it nobody gave, nobody gave a shit. They made the, made it, the whole. Wasn't new it one. well received? Or and it just... was just it, was, it came out. Oh. Everyone was like, "Yeah, it's more Crash cool," and that was it. There was nothing else to be said about yeah. it. And I think that's the. Th I think that's a lot of the things when it comes to nostalgia baiting, which it basically is, is they'll be like, mm. "Oh, new games coming out, new games coming out. It's a remaster. It's a remaster of your old favorite." Ha ha. He he. They release it. Everyone's like, "Way awesome!" And then that's it. The nostalgia is used up. And then if they release any more games after that, unless they are yeah. groundbreaking or brand new, ah, fuck it. No one I think we'll, um, I think if, if they're smart about it, and this isn't just Microsoft, this is in general with them, mm. I think you will start seeing the remasters being a marketing tool for another game. So it will be like, so here's... They can see how... Yeah. Yeah. So it's like here's the remaster of beloved platformer franchise, and at the same time using the same tech that we're making the remaster with, here's a fucking but or the same assets. Here's like I mean. a new game coming out. That's what I did with Crash, and, and the new game that came out yeah, didn't yeah. do anywhere anywhere near. I don't think well. they did it. It felt like they. It felt like there was a big gap, though. Do you know what I mean? There was there was a sizable gap between the two, admittedly. Like so, I reckon, no more than a year. You'd literally have to develop them both. Yes, you would have to you like know? six months, twelve months between the two. Yeah, agreed. Mm. But it's it's interesting to see, or at least this this purchase is interesting in terms of the landscape of the console wars, quote unquote. I fucking hate the term console war wars. Whenever I see console wars or the shit spouting that is on social media regarding which console is better, it is literally like watching two apes fling shit at each other because neither of them are right. At the end of the day, they both end up with shitty hands. Um, and, and that's literally how it looks to, to, to watch people argue about which is better, PlayStation or, or Xbox. And um, it's, it's hilarious to yeah. watch, but unfortunately, as I say, it's like monkeys flinging shit. Um, and one of the things that I found quite interesting was as soon as this news came out about this deal, Sony lost 20, it was either 20 million or 20 billion in stock. Like their, their stock just dropped. Um, and that is. I'm not really surprised at that. That's just like happens all the time with stocks and shares, though. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a huge amount. It was but... 20 billion. But it'll come back up. They'll announce Ragnarok will come out and it will go. You reckon? It'll just go straight back up. To be fair, I'm just looking at it now. It's not actually that big a drop in terms of like the grand scheme of things. No. Like it's it's already like slowly going back up. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Um, it's definitely something that I will be keeping my eye on because I, I don't know. I'm not that concerned. I will be completely honest. I am not that concerned. The whole monopoly thing, as I said earlier, is something that does worry me. And I, and yeah. I definitely think that 
Sony need to reassess their PlayStation Plus package because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, the Xbox Game Pass they released, they had, I think, 2 million subscribers uh, total now. Yeah. Fucking huge numbers, beautiful numbers, especially for them. Uh, it's really, really good to like for, for Microsoft and hell, power to them. I'm, I'm very much of the belief that, you know, I, I have a PC and a PS5. I'm fucking living the best of both worlds, baby. I would never fuck around with an Xbox because what's the point? I've got a PC. And yeah, one of the I, things that always boils my piss to this day, I don't know why, it's such a weird thing to get hung up on, but when they're like, Xbox exclusive, and at the end it'll be like, also coming out on PC. It's like, so it's not an Xbox exclusive then. It's a, P, it's, it's a Microsoft exclusive because we get in it. Trying to still engage in the console wars. Although I, yeah. with the console wars as well, I do think that it's basically only Sony that are in it. Because Nintendo have never really been in the console wars, have they? They no. do their own thing. If third parties want to develop for it, whatever, we don't care. Mario <laughs> and Zelda are coming out. Um, Sony and Xbox have an Xbox. Although they've released a new Xbox, it's very much we've checked out of that. It's like, yeah. like whatever. So we I, make all our money from Game Pass now. I think that's the the the, the funny thing. I actually quite like the diversity of it. So. I mean, you've got your 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 PlayStation, who is your your single player experiences and your and your set piece masterpieces with brilliant graphics and wonderful adventures and BAFTA winning stories and all this magnificence rolled up into a single player package of you know sixteen plus hours and it's fantastic, phenomenal, amazing. You've got your Xbox, which is your Game Pass your multiplayer games, your Forzas, your CODs, your, your mm. cross-platform with your Xbox and your PCs, etc. And then you got Nintendo sat in the corner eating glue, playing Pokemon. Um, just happy to get <laughs> lynched, uh, completely ripped off by, by Tom Nook cons- consistently. And I think... I I think it, mine's it, a Zelda machine. I think it like works perfectly because they each have their own niche. And not to shit on Nintendo, but I, what I mean by them eating glue is because if you look at the past, what, three nintendo consoles for nintendo fuck it the consoles since the gamecube they've all kind of just like they're off in japan just huffing fuck knows what and making well, except the wii why the wii was the first console to have primarily motion controls oh like okay. e- every console since the gamecube has done something okay, fucking yeah, no, weird. i see what you mean because like the gamecube came out and it was using mini cds when everybody else was onto dvds um in fact you probably even said the n64 because we had like the PlayStation One, which was using CDs, the uh, the Dreamcast, which was using CDs, N sixty four, still using cartridges, baby. And then you had the GameCube come out. Everybody's onto DVDs now. GameCube mini CD ROM is fucking loving it, boys. And then you got yeah, like, it was weird. You got like the Xbox to come out and the PlayStation Two coming out. They're refining controllers. They're refining their cinematic masterpieces. The Wii comes out and he's waggling his Wii cons like a little pervert. And also, uh, I get what you're saying, and just to carry it. Even though not too bored about it, but the Wii was using DVDs when yeah. everyone was on Blu-rays. Everyone was on Blu-rays, which was quite well. Blu-rays well, and HD um, DVDs. PlayStation was onto Blu-rays, but um, Xbox was still using DVDs. I thought it was H. It was on, weren't they on HD? So, DVDs? The, so you had HD DVDs, but they didn't they didn't last very long. I don't believe. If I, if I recall correctly, HD DVDs. Oh yeah, but weren't the games? Were the games on? Ooh. Were the games on DVDs? Uh, though, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know now. I, I, I feel right. like they are now that I've what, said for it. for the Xbox, now. would have been the 360. The 360. 
And then after the 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 Wii, you had the Wii U that no fucker had ever heard oh, of. Yeah, it was. It was yeah the Wii U. Wii U, they kind of fucked themselves because they, like, this is just, I love this. They didn't make it clear enough that it was a new, a console, new console. And everyone yeah. was like, oh, it's a new controller for the Wii. Yeah, and it was, no, no, it's an entirely new thing. Nah, nah, it's not. Nah, it's not. Nah, it's not. And now their new thing is that they basically took the Wii U that flopped and remade it and told everyone it was a new console this time. So now the Switch is, is mm-hmm. effectively not greater than the Wii U. But I will say to, to the Switch's benefit is there are some cracking games on the Switch. There's the new Pokemon coming out soon, which looks fucking great. The idea mm-hmm. of being able to plug it into a dock and instantly it's on the TV and then unplugging it again and it's on this little portable device is fucking beautiful. The only thing that I'm sad about is we're now onto our third iteration of the Switch. So if I was a Switch user, I would be pissed that I've bought the first Switch, then they brought out the Switch Lite, and now they're bringing out the, and the OLED. Switch. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck me. Um, that being said, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another... Uh, playstation 5 coming in the near future yeah that's kind of one of the so i i never bought a console on launch and i bought the ps4 on launch more just to say i bought a console on launch and i had that experience i would never repeat it i bought Um, a ps5 on launch and i am so fucking happy i bought my ps5 on launch yeah i i'm gonna wait for whatever like the slim pro equivalent or whatever is i will agree Um, to that i think maybe i'll be able to find some of that anyway yeah, if you're Maybe lucky. Gonna find but, them. So I was a bit iffy about it, and then I played. I played Miles Morales. Fucking loved it. Played Ratchet and Clank, and had my retinas blown away with how beautiful it looked. And literally, as of Wednesday, I booted up Demon's Souls, the remake of Demon's Souls, for the first time. And I think I my I felt my eyes being visually massaged by the wonderment. That was Demon's Souls. Having just finished uh, Dark Souls 3, even the remastered version of Dark Souls 3, which is an okay-looking game. Like, it's not a bad-looking game, mm. but if you've ever seen a Dark Souls game, then none of them look particularly good. No. Dark Souls no. 3 probably looking the best out of all of them. Bloodborne maybe being the best-looking one out of the lot. I think, I, I yeah, I would say fidelity-wise, probably 3, but, like, style-wise, probably Bloodborne. Bloodborne, yeah. But Demon's Souls, the, the remake of Demon's Souls, is absolute like, bliss to look at. What? I, granted, I've not seen it in person. I've only seen streams and, like, mm-hmm. very high-quality video. Um, but And I kind of mean this as a compliment. When I see Demon's Souls, it looks like action figures, but, like, really fucking cool action figures yes. you wish you'd learn. Like you wish you'd owned as a kid. Yeah, like the you know? the, the like two hundred plus like action. Yeah, figures. yeah, yeah. But it's the the big thing for me, and this is me getting really nerdy about certain aspects of video games. Is for me, it's the the lighting, the particle systems, and mm-hmm. the the way the animations flow into each other. Particle systems insane in Demon Souls. So in Demon Souls, insane. like if if anybody who's who's listening or watching or anything like that has ever played Dark Souls or anything, when you kill a boss. You get so or you kill an enemy, you get souls, and normally it's like a little whiff of smoke from off, off your character, and a little number comes goes up in the corridor, and you get a very satisfying noise for your ears. Um, but in Demon Souls, there's this big particle cloud that is like slurped up by your character. There's a really satisfying sound, uh, and one of the reasons why I say animations is because in a lot of the older games and a lot of other games, when you do like one attack followed by another attack you can quite clearly see where one animation ends and the next animation begins. And it's really obvious. But in Demon's Souls, when I was fucking around it the other day, 
you, you, you couldn't tell. The, the animations just smoothly moved into one after the other. And I've noticed that a lot on like uh, next-gen games, noticed that a lot on Ratchet and Clank and stuff, is that it just looks so mm. easy on the eyes. Um, and I think a lot of people, or the average consumer, misses out on a lot of this. But like Ratchet and Clank was, was phenomenal because of the changes they'd done to loading times. So like you're riding on the back of this this prehistoric creature through wormholes and it loads an entirely different map like that. You literally, you fly through this tunnel, this wormhole, and as if you're stepping through a door into another room, you're in an entirely new map. And it was seamless. Nothing, there was no loading screens, there's no frame rate stutter, there's no sudden stop, the loading icon, and it starts again. You just move into this brand new world and you go through there and you go through another wormhole into another new world and everything's crashing and bashing around you and it's completely seamless. And it was at that mm. point that I was like, this was this was worth the money. As somebody who who loves video games, 100% worth the money. And, and I think um, that's... I think that's what the, the greatest thing about the PS5 is, though, is because that's that's what you buy it. Whereas the Xbox, you definitely can buy the Game Pass as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I, and I think I do think we're in a position where, like, this is the assumption you don't have a PC. Mm-hmm. By the way, I think like if you're, and by the way, I mean this with like utmost respect. Like if you're a sofa gamer, yeah, right, and you you have your big TV, your surround sound, and you just you don't want to. F- fuck about with like programs and you just want to click a button i think there's space for all three of the consoles that's what also boggles my mind with the console wars because if you want to you know if you want multiplayer games the xbox is probably like the way to go like you said and and especially from a value for money standpoint but the if you're into single player games then the ps5 is kind of the no-brainer um especially with them bringing all of these patches to the PS4 games, like yeah. playing um, God of War One in like fucking 4K oh, 60 yeah, FPS. Yeah, so nice now. I that think game is like, incredible. There's 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 so much you could be be said, but I think I honestly think on, on my closing notes at the very least regarding this is the whole mm-hmm. console war thing is fucking stupid. It has been stupid mm-hmm. for a long time now. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, these days you should just be excited that more and more people and a more diverse range of people are playing mm-hmm. video games. It is becoming a pastime that is bigger than movies. It's bigger than music. It's bigger than TV now. It brings people together. It tells stories in a way that stories have never been told before, where you get to be an integral part of the story rather than just watching it fold out in front of you with you not being able to do anything. And this is amazing. You get to experience wonderful and, and beautiful things and horrific and, and destructive things with your friends or on your own. And regardless of what platform it is, this is, is accessible to everybody. But mm-hmm. because of like social media and the way the world is right now, there, there is this, this odd thing that we as a society are doing this thing where it's like, I'm better than you because I made this choice, which as far as I'm concerned is the correct choice. And that makes me better than you. At which point the other person goes, but you're not better than me because I made this choice, which as far as I'm concerned is the better choice. And therefore I'm better than you. And then again, you devolve into monkey slinging shit because yeah. there is no right answer. The right answer is, do you know what? We're all playing video games. We're having a fucking great time doing it. And that should be the takeaway from that. Not trying to convince who is better by having some wish-washy pissing contest. Yeah. No, 100%. And like, 
you don't gain anything even if you even if yeah, you like quote you unquote win, win the argument what the fuck do you gain yeah congratulations time. you just wasted your time <laughs> convincing somebody else the playstation is better they can't go yeah. and buy one because they're like fucking rocking horse shit to try and get when you do find one they've got markups that are crazy yeah it's ridiculous mate it, people are just bizarre and weird look play on what you mm-hmm. want to play enjoy video games fuck anybody else who said otherwise yeah bottom line on that one i think 100 percent. if you if you would see if you think sony were going to do anything to keep it on microsoft now what do you think it would be you think they would um, buy a company i think do you mean like what i think they'll do or what i think they should do what do you think they'll do what do i think they do i think they'll probably introduce and i think this is kind of rumored which is why it's in my brain some kind of stupid tiered ps plus system. that is what's rumored yeah yeah which means like online play will be cheaper but if you want games you'll have to pay more and if you have a ps5 you'll have to pay more for free ps5 games um they'll expand ps now that no one fucking gives a shit about so i saw the weirdest um, tweet that apparently you get a free Pornhub subscription if you get the top tier of playstation plus i don't know if that's true i think it might just be like a weird fucking joke tweet but holy shit video games and amazing. porn mixed into one subscription you're on to I, um, fucking winner there boys I, I love that uh, whenever a new game comes out, about a month later, Pornhub posts like how much traffic they lost. Like when yeah. Fallout 4 came out, and they lost like 90% of traffic for like It's when they post days. like how much traffic people are searching for characters from that video game. Like when Overwatch got big and people were going to like Pornhub searching Overwatch and Black and Widow and stuff. it had come out. Yeah, really weird. And then you find out that there are porn parodies of that kind of stuff. And it's like, huh. Can't say I'm surprised. Well, rule Dude. 34. Isn't yeah, it? rule 34. Isn't it like rule, rule 33 34. that if, if it exists, there's porn of it? Or is that rule 34? Uh, it's 34. That's yeah. rule 34. Yeah. If it exists, yeah. there's porn of it. There you go. And on that yeah. note... <laughs> wait, hold on. This podcast exists. So does that mean there's porn of it? Quick, delete it! Fuck! <laughs> Quickly! <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, on that fucking bombshell as jeremy clarkson would say i think that's i think that's it for today wouldn't you say yeah yeah i think we've we've covered everything we've got to say unless you've got any other hot takes no i think i think i got i wasn't too bad i wasn't too bad you all right no no i think i think i got my lukewarm takes out yeah i think i I managed to expel some hot air a little bit that's fine i called somebody uh what did i call him a jizz goblin goblin. 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 that's pretty top tier for as far as this one yeah I've got I'm to get some weird into my ins- vocabulary. What, goblin? Yeah, I like I that. I mean, you can switch the words around, but that means something completely different. <laughs> goblin jizz. <laughs> right. Anyway, if you want to hang out with me or Lister and outside of the podcast, you can find us in a myriad of different places. Uh, for myself, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash twisted shape, where you can come and discuss all the things you've heard on today's podcast live with me and watch me flail, get angry, and pissy at assorted video games. You can also find me on uh, twitter.com forward slash twisty shape or at youtube.com forward slash twisty shape, etc., etc., etc. Make sure to like and subscribe because that's where you can find this podcast. Mr. Lister Blister, where can they find you, good sir? Uh, you can find me mainly on Twitch and Twitter or on Mr. Lister Blister on both. And uh, Twitter, I just kind of like half-heartedly shit post. But uh, <laughs> Twitch, I... Just I play whatever the 
fuck I want or feel at like at the moment, bad. Resident Evil Village, because I played that a dozen times and I'm tearing through it again. So, yeah. You enjoying good it times. still? Oh, yeah, I love it. It's just, it's like now it's just therapy, like relaxing <laughs> therapy. It's just casually chatting to people while just popping werewolves in the head. I'm actually good finding times. that with Dark Souls right now because I just did a, uh, a Pyromancer build and now I'm going through as a Herald and it's like, man, this is easy now. EG on the deer, by the way. Dude, fucking hard. Do you know what? Wasn't that hard? Once, once it, once it clicked, not that hard to fight. I'll be completely yeah. honest. Once, once it clicked, yeah. not that hard to fight. And you can start enjoying it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I, I actually think I found Gale harder to begin with. To be honest with you. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. But again, once you figure it out, anyway, once you figure it out how he does, it's, yeah. it's peace, peace. Anywho, that's gonna be it for today. Thank you so <laughs> much for, for everybody who listened, everybody watched. If you want, if you're, um, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Twitch.tv. Uh, sorry, at YouTube.com forward slash Twisty Shape. There's a playlist of all the episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, or you can find us on all other good podcast providers. Um, if you do find us and you have enjoyed the show, make sure to give us a big thumbs up, four, five stars, subscribe us, like us, whatever the fuck you have to do on your platform to make sure we get some brownie points because we would massively appreciate it. Tell your friends about it, tell your dogs about it, tell your cats about it, but don't tell your fish because they're just kind of weird. Anyway, see you later, folks. Have a good one. Anything left to say? Ciao, ciao, ciao. Just ciao, ciao, ciao. Okay. Ciao, stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. Is that like a... Or else? Sure. <laughs> Stay safe or else. The egg will get you. The hairy egg will get you. And on that note, we'll... we'll, we'll yeah, bye.